Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm John Shea of the San Francisco Chronicle, and you're listening to The Giant Splash. Welcome to part two of our two-part podcast with a very special guest, former Giants coach Tim Flannery. Let's talk some music, some baseball, some Bochi, some Sabian, and his thoughts of the 2010 team on the 10-year anniversary of San Francisco's first championship season. Tim, you, you have 14 albums now, which is uh, uh, amazing. Yeah. The, the latest, I believe, is The Light. I mean, I saw a quote... Uh, reference in it and it, it made everything come together uh, all songs about light overcoming the darkness in this crazy time we're living in and i think mm-hmm. that quote might have been before mid-march uh, uh, it, it really <laughs> is not you know I, but you know i i've been singing some old uh, old jackson brown songs he also has a place up here at the ranch and he he went to new york and got oh he got it he went back and had to play one more benefit and, and got the virus but luckily it was mild on him uh but he has a song called after the deluge that he wrote when he was like 19 and mm. i've been playing it i've been playing it and singing it and it's like it's exactly what's going on you know well it, it obviously with everything you do musically benefits the love harder project which supports anti-violence anti-bullying yeah all the programs and we've also We've also just wrote another check uh, for uh, an anti, uh, you know, a domestic violence refuge, especially mm-hmm. now everybody being locked in at home. Not That sometimes can be good, but it also can be the other way as well. Well, how can people support the cause and buy the album and join the cause? Well, if you go to, if you, go to uh, you know, loveharderproject.org, right. uh, yeah. you'll, you can learn about it. Yeah. But Tim Flannery dot com, uh, iTunes. Anytime you download any of the music, all the all the the money and everything goes there. Uh, or you can just you know you can go on YouTube and and listen to the, all the records for free. And uh, you know we, we give everything away anyway. So I think right now the the music is and the lyrics are you know it's like what Jackson let the music keep our spirits high. You know let the buildings keep our children dry. Let creation reveal its secrets by and by. So, I mean, that's, there's a, there's a lot of inspiration finally coming back because when I came out of, off of that tour, I was so physically tired. I was so tired of driving and the whole thing. Uh, I, I didn't even play a guitar. Hmm. And one of my neighbors over the canyon, he's another musician, uh, Chris Polonis, uh, he saw that I said I was, I didn't have any inspiration. So he dropped off a, a brand new guitar, a redwood guitar. And, uh, it's starting to bring me back again where I'm writing and kind of coming out of the rabbit hole that I went down into. Yeah. In fact, he used that guitar, Chris's guitar, the one he gave you for, uh, for one of the songs on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I love that. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's really got a cool sound. 
Well, uh, turning to baseball real quickly, if I could. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you and Bruce Bochy are forever linked, and it's teammates on different coaching staffs, different teams, different parts of the state. But, you know, in 07, he could bring in just one guy, and you were the guy. You were his guy. The, and the impact you made, you know, with the championships and beyond have been chronicled, you know, by me and everybody else. But have you connected with him much since he stopped managing? Yeah, we he texted two okay. days ago, okay. uh, and then I got a text yesterday from Saves because, oh. I, you know, I say I don't have television, but I have a DVD, and I have all these old school westerns that I love to watch, and so I watch DVDs on a, you know, on solar power, and but I found the franchise. Remember they did the? Uh, oh yeah, they did reality TV. And, yeah, and I didn't. I've had it up there, and I never, ever was in a mood to watch any of it. And for some reason, I just said, you know, I watched, I mean, I watched Outlaw Josie Wells 6,000 <laughs> times. So I go, well, let me try something else. So I put in the franchise, and I just can't believe what was accomplished still. And I can't believe the team that came together uh, to help one another. And... And I just reached out and thanked Save the night two nights ago. I just said I can't believe what now that I look back on everything and what we went through. And I go, thank you so much for letting me be a part of the ride. You know, I go. Uh, I told him what I'm doing. I'm up here planting food and doing this. And of course, his text to me was, "Is clothing optional?" So he must have heard the story. <laughs> he must have heard the story. But uh, you know, I, I get a text. I got a text from Boats just because, you know, Goose is, Goose goes crazy once in a while, so Boats always likes to send me Goose's rants. Yeah, Goose Gossage. Uh, he's always seeming to be in the news, and the Steinbrenner family doesn't really appreciate it, but, uh, yeah. but it's always good copy, man. As you know, uh, as a teammate back in the 80s. Boats just, oh, he just goes, Goose is at it again. Well, he was denied a cool experience managing in the WBC, Team France. You know, he's born in France. Oh, you know, Boats was so excited about yeah. that. I got a call when they were, they were in fact, it was, he called uh, in a car with Steve Smith, who used to coach third base for Philly and a few teams. And so Boats had him and uh, had both his brothers who were acting as coaches in the, the, the SUV about, uh, well, right before I was going to spring training, I, hmm. they called me on my drive home from Nevada when I was driving home, so I got to tell them that story. But, yeah, they, they were – he was excited to do that. Yeah, and, and his son Brett was going to pitch. Waters was going to coach. That's when he decided cool. to step aside, I guess it was about a year ago, and a little, little before, a little more than a year ago during spring training, February of 19, you wrote, um, he will not go quietly in the night. And is that uh, is that still the case? You think? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't really. What I wanted him to do as a friend, I, I wanted him when he's remember in the World Series. He said he's not done managing, and all that was out in the public again. Yeah. And it was like nobody's thinking clearly at at the end of the mm. season from the lifestyle, from the grind of it all. Uh, and I wanted to see what how he would be like after a year removed from it and now this is gonna this is gonna it does it because now is he really gonna want to come back after what we're everyone's gonna have to live with to what it's gonna take to even 
go to a ballpark and play a game and get a team ready and sometimes you're it's like a layer of onion just starts falling off and you realize that all right man that was great i've got grandkids here what's important how much time do we have left on the planet i mean he thinks it's he thinks like that he he sometimes plays like he doesn't but he thinks like that um you know but he made a great point to me too he goes you have so many more things you love to do he goes if i'm out i think the only thing i'll be wanting to do is manage a game Hmm. We'll be back with more of Tim Flannery right after this quick break. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Will you ever think about this baseball season and how it could be played and whether it might be played and you know, baseball's talking about games in Florida and Arizona, maybe just Arizona, no fans. Everything's on the table, of course. But, I mean, have you thought about this enough to speculate what might happen? I really haven't in the sense that I, I just don't know. Um, I don't, you know, that's, there's people thinking about it all the time. I know I, we all would love to see it. You know, we all would love to see, even if it was just on television, you, you know, if, you might be able to do that if it's not a, a long, long time where they go to Arizona. But the thought of, you know, leaving your family and locking yourself down, to uh, that's what I'm talking about. There, there will be some guys then that say, well, you know what, I'm, I'm only going to play another year or two anyway. I'm not going through this. So, um uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see that you know. I talk about those strikes, but again, it was a different different thing. We were coming back, and they they, they could work out. I wonder. I, I don't. I have no idea, Johnny, what yeah. it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah. I think about it, but I don't have. And I, but I don't want to. I don't get consumed with it. I just say, you know. There's some things that we can control, and there's some things you can't. You know, back in the years where guys left to go to war for a couple years or whatever, you know, it, 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 it might be like that. The game might change. The players might change. The guys will be gone that you thought should be playing, and you might have people with a, a great opportunity to, to to show what they can do. But, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's it's tough to imagine in a lot of ways playing under the conditions they're talking about. But, um, you know, Tim, I, I covered mo- most of your playing career in San Diego before I came up here uh, to cover Bay Area baseball. But I don't know yeah. if you knew this, but I looked it up recently. The most games played by a Padre um, in the history of the franchise, Tony Gwynn, number one. Gary Templeton, number two. Dave Winfield, number three. And Tim Flannery, number four. Yeah, isn't That's that pretty crazy? Cool. That's, I mean, Steve Garvey, who? Ozzie Smith, who? Nate Colbert, who? <laughs> That's pretty well, impressive. It, it just, you know, well, I don't know. There's all of that stuff, you know. It's like... Just a couple of lifetimes ago. My wife, yeah, you know, Jerry Jeff Walker, the great... For 
friend of mine. I was touring with him. He wrote Mr. Bojangles. He says it best. He goes, we live our lives in episodes. And you, you, you kind of look back and you go, wow, that was, that really happened? Or, you know, it's not anything that I sit around thinking about because I still, uh, I don't look back. I look forward and I just, I, I like right now, I just bought a bunch of fencing and uh, I'm going to go back and make sure that the Blue Jays, the Blue Jay bandits don't eat my fruit trees because they're about ready to go off. I got peaches and I'm yelling at them and screaming at them like the old man, you know. It's fun. So you're basically Dick Williams to these Blue Jays then? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I actually stopped playing a song from my deck yesterday because I yelled at the Blue Jay and another guy landed and they just started eating my peaches and you could see the branches shaking up and down. I put my guitar down and walked all the way around and up into the orchard to just scream at them. That's awesome. Well, hey, I, I, well, some, you don't have anybody to talk to. you got to find somebody. <laughs> That's why I thought the dog idea was so great because even when I talk to myself... Now I have a dog with me. People think I'm talking to him. <laughs> well, Timmy, we could end with this, but I will ask you to look back one more time. And that's, uh, this was supposed to be the anniversary of the, well, it is the anniversary of the 2010 season, the 10 yeah, years. Yeah, I thought and, about that yesterday. Yeah, well, beyond the final out in Texas, the Brian Wilson strikeout, I mean, is there one memory of 2010 that just lingers, that won't go away, that you just say, wow, that was amazing? There were so there were so many of them, you know. I think the one that when we were seven and a half back, I believe, and and Boach gave that meeting in L.A. Uh, about the Braveheart and all the guys, it really hit to that that crew, and they all were yelling "Freedom, Freedom!" the rest of the season, and um, and then we were all believing in the same thing, it was you know. And then when you do that, a lot of I don't know the word at the moment what it is, but if we all believe that, things happen. And then when you start watching, like, the franchise, you realize the power of togetherness and the power of positivity and the power of believing in one um, unselfish goal. That's when you see ground ball double plays hit bags and go the other way or the years later when – Hunter hit a double play ball, hit his bat three times and three runs score. Yeah. Uh, just time and time again, you know. But I think for me, uh, for me in Philadelphia, we just beat the Phillies. We, because we, we, we were breaking everybody's heart. You know, I told this story before. You know, we, I think we eliminated the Rockies with two weeks left. I had a friend from Colorado said, you guys really broke our hearts. And then we, L.A., we knocked them out. And then the last day of the season, beating the San Diego Padres, I got some really bad emails from people who said, you guys are traitors, hmm. you broke our hearts, you, you know. Uh, and then we go to Atlanta, and it's Bobby Cox's, you know, they were supposed to win, and we broke their hearts. And you realize at that time you're really not in charge of all this stuff. Uh, you prepare to be and, and get yourself ready. Uh, and then I think uh, in Philadelphia, I remember after after we won that one, when I usually don't jump around on the field. I try to get off the field and go to my 
and, and celebrate in silence just to have a moment to kind of figure out what happened. But I remember hugging Saves in the dugout, and he pushed me away and goes, we're not done yet. Mm. We didn't want to just go, you know, we've been to the World Series. We wanted to win it all. And, and then I remember in my locker after all the pressure, and the pressure never bothered me when I was in the moment of it. It actually made me better. But afterwards, weird things would happen. I, I would, uh, I would vomit sometimes. Uh, I would weep. I would laugh. But I went to my locker. I prayed. I cried. I threw up. Uh, and Sabe's son, I didn't know. He walked by and heard it all. And then he walked in, and Brian's sitting at his desk, just weeping like a baby. And Sabe's son said to me about a week later, I never knew the magnitude of all of it. Hmm. And it, it, that's, that's what it was. You know, it was, uh, I don't miss any of it. I, I loved it. It was, it was an amazing journey. Uh, but at this point in my life, oh, man, I, physically I couldn't even think about it hmm. anymore, you know. Boy, reflecting on it is so different than being in the moment. Um, it's incredible. It's not even like it, you know. And a lot of people were like, just this. I don't even think about it. So this is really healthy and great to be able to realize that, you know, we, we did it. We did it. And it's, it's so hard to keep people on the same page with all the hidden agendas of, got to play i got to do this to make money uh this was this, that was a very unselfish all three of them were all three of those clubs were it'll never happen again well you meant a lot and you mean a lot to a lot of people man and uh i wanted to thank you for the positive and inspiring words it's always a upbeat time hanging with you and i appreciate it thank you man johnny thank you thanks for taking the time to, to reach out man yeah, it was a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Tim. Uh, you be safe, buddy. Thank you for listening to this episode of Giant Splash. Henry Shulman and I will bring you many more podcasts in the coming weeks. Do stay tuned. The Giant Splash is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Support the Splash and all of the Chronicle's great journalism by signing up for a Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod.